No matter who you are, things in your life probably aren't going as expected, whatever that means. But the things you are doing right now, no matter what they are, that's your life. It's not a plan B. I'm your host, Madeline Mortensen, and you're listening to This Is Not A Backup Plan. Hi friends, happy last week of August. I am sad to see summer ending because I love, love, love the long days and I love being outside and I love warm weather and I really don't like snow. However, I'm really excited for the fall because that is my favorite season and I love when the temperatures drop a little bit and when it's crisp outside. So very excited to be moving into September, which honestly, if the weather's just right, can be like a very happy fall-summer combo month. So a few weeks ago on my Instagram story, I put a box for people to provide suggestions for guests and for topics for the podcast. And something that came up in many of their replies was more content related to money, related to financial planning, to buying a home, to savings. And I was really excited to find out that this was something that you guys are interested in learning more about because it's been something that's been on my mind a lot more lately. So I have a few different episodes related to that that I'm planning on in the future. But for this first one, I'm going to be introducing you to a really cool resource that can help you learn more about a wide variety of financial related topics. So this conference is the Woman in the Money Conference that is held in Salt Lake City. It's going to be on September 15th and 16th. The 15th is going to be a special evening session that's really going to be aimed more at younger women, people starting out on their financial journey, young professionals, although I'm sure there are going to be lots of great resources for people of all ages. And then on Friday, it's a day-long conference. And the really cool thing is the conference is held in person and virtually. To attend virtually, it's free. And even if you cannot attend live, if you sign up virtually, you'll be able to access the courses later. So that is a really cool resource. And although there is a small fee for in-person attendance, the conference actually provided me a code so that you could attend for free. It is sponsored by the state treasurer's office in Utah, and they have just a wide variety of resources from things like retirement to budgeting to negotiating a raise. And I've attended a few times and have found it really helpful. And so I'm excited to go again and continue learning. It's really awesome because it's designed for women and it's designed for people who want to ask questions, who don't have all the answers, and it's a safe space to ask questions. So in this episode, I'm going to introduce you to one of the women who helps organize this. I'm going to introduce you to a past attendee, and it's going to be an opportunity for you to really just get a feel for what this conference is and then have the resources to sign up, to learn more, and to really have some support in starting your financial journey. Okay, Susan and Alicia, I am so excited to chat with you today. Today, we're going to be talking about the Utah Women in the Money Conference, which is a really cool conference put on by the state treasurer to help with women in the state having access to more financial literacy and financial resources. And Susan, do you want to just get started by introducing yourself? Yeah, so I'm Susan Spears. I am the president or the co-chair of the Women in the Money, the Financial Empowerment. Board and we put this on with the state treasurer's office. They sponsor this conference and it came about because we've seen a need 
of our women needing to understand finances better. And I'm sure that we'll delve into a lot more of this later on, but I'm proud. I feel I'm grateful and humbled that this is something that we can do for this audience here in the state. Thank you so much. And then Alicia, will you introduce yourself as well? Yeah. So my name is Alicia and I am a part of the Empowering Financial Wellness team from Utah State University Extensions. And I was able to attend the conference for the first time last year and found that it was a great conference that helped to empower women ultimately in knowing more about their finances. And so I'm excited to be able to talk about it with you guys today. Awesome. Thank you both so much for being here. I have attended the conference twice. Susan, I am not sure. Does that mean that I've attended? How many years has it been held? So we've held it. This will be year number four. We held it for two years live for our first year. So we're going back to a hybrid. So it just keeps growing. Okay, cool. So I definitely went to that first live one and then I attended it virtually last year, which I think is a really cool thing. If you're listening and you want to attend, it's virtual or in person. And if you sign up virtually, you'll have access to the workshops for a year. So this is a resource that is really accessible for anyone who's interested. Susan, can you just start out by telling us though what the format is, what types of things are at the conference, what people can expect? Yeah, so this year we have actually added in a Thursday evening session. So Thursday, September 15th, will be held at the Sheraton Hotel. And this will be a session for those that are starting their financial journey, if you will. We're going to talk about things such as the financial, the money plans, budgeting. People hate to hear the word budget. But what we want to do is put you in the driver's seat. And then Friday, we're going to have workshops and keynote speakers all day, a variety of topics. As women, we spend 80% of the money here in the U.S., but we're sometimes not very good at how we spend it. So we're going to hit things like investing. We're going to talk about negotiating salaries, negotiating our work status. The pandemic gave us lots of options as to how we provide a living. We're going to talk about some estate planning that's never too young. I could really tell you some war stories about that. So there's going to be something for everybody. We have Lieutenant Governor Henderson and um, Nubia Pena, who will be here for lunch to talk, talk about things from the governor's office that are coming on. We'll have a panel. I would just encourage all of you to come. So you mentioned this just a little bit like in your introduction and talking about the resources that are there, but women do not have the levels of financial literacy that I think we wish they would. And I think it's an equity issue and how women have been treated about money and how people have looked at women's earnings and women's needs for money. So can you tell me about some of the things, some of maybe the inequities, some of the issues that this conference is trying to address and maybe what the benefits are that you're hoping the women who attend come away with? So you're right. I've been I've been a CPA for 35 plus years and I've had that opportunity to see how things have evolved over the year. I've had my own practice and I've worked with male clients, female clients. And yes, in the state of Utah, there is a pay inequity challenge, not only in Utah, but across the U.S. when it comes to, and some of our, and our minorities. So we actually have a session in this where we're going to have a workshop on how to negotiate that wage, some strategies behind doing that. It's so important. We're going to talk about investing. Let's go back. We spend the 80% of the money 
But how many of us are scared to death to go see a financial advisor because we don't know what short sales are, what calls, what options are? So we're going to learn a little bit about that. We have two tracks. We have an investment 101 and an investment 201, if you will. So those that are maybe a little more sophisticated can go to the advanced, but those that know nothing, it's okay. And you're going to meet a lot of new friends. We're all in the same boat. So we're going to learn from each other as well. So I really like what you're saying about like these practical things like salary negotiation, which is something that I find really terrifying, but I I know is really important to my success. And then talking about investing, which also overwhelms me a little bit, but I also know is important to my success. So for someone like me, so I'm 26, I'm a single adult, I've graduated college, I have been working for a few years post-graduation. And I think that's where a lot of my listeners are at, that they're maybe like recent college grads or reaching the end of their college careers, their mid 20s. What are the types of courses that you would really recommend that they look for as things that can help them as they are beginning their career journeys and they're getting to a point where their income's a little bit more consistent, where they're starting their career journey? What are the recommendations you have of courses that you think can really help them as they're starting to navigate those next steps of adulthood? And Alicia, I would love to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I would love to just invite people to come to this conference with a goal, write a goal down, write your questions down, come and bring it. And there will probably be at least one session that will hit on your goal. And all of your questions will probably be answered at some point in the sessions that you choose to attend. And also just to want to say, feel free to ask any questions while you're there. There's no like bad questions or stupid questions. A lot of times when it comes to finances, we're nervous or hesitant to ask questions because either we don't know the right question to ask or we're like, that should, that's something that I should know. Or they'll think that it's like a stupid question. But coming here to this conference is talking about all the hard topics when it comes to finances or the uncomfortable topics in a more comfortable way. So come and just ask your questions. Come and just try to absorb as much as you can. But I just want to also say that with the virtual format, being able to have the recordings available for a year allows you to be able to go back and listen to it again. Because it's so much information that's talked about in a short period of time that it may be like, oh, wow, that was so much. I'm not going to remember it all. And so I love that uh, option as well. What would you like to add, Susan, on what kind of courses that you think would be good for young adults who are at the beginning of their financial journey and figuring out all the fun things that come with that? I think then we, and we see this even in my own profession, you graduate from school, you're getting married, you're putting households together, you're starting to have babies and it's starting families. It's all so overwhelming. I I think a couple of things that I would recommend, there's going to be a budgeting workshop, cash flow. What does this look like? I want to get into a house. How can I start putting my money away? And now we're in this scary time of inflation and maybe recession around the corner. If we can put you in the driver's seat, creating your household budget, you will experience freedom. You get to make those choices. And if we can get you investing, I mean, even if it's 1% or 2%, whether it's on your own, an IRA or, or a Roth or with a retirement plan with your employer where there's matching, you're ahead. Sometimes we get so impatient, we think, oh, it's 
maybe only a thousand dollars a year, but you have time on your hands. It might be 30 years before you retire. That money grows. So we encourage you to do that. There's going to be some small business startup seminars for our entrepreneurs. One thing that I love about this generation are young people. They have an entrepreneurial spirit, but they don't know how to, they don't know how to start it. I remember when I had my own practice, I remember I had a client who needed to help her husband through school, was helping her, helping him through schools, three small kids and everything. And things just weren't working. So she was a crafty person. She started a pillow business, sold them on Etsy. We got her up and going. I sold out before I could see what how the story ended, but I worked with her for about three years. And by year three, she was making six figures just by starting this little home business so that she could take care of her kids and help her husband through school. So these are some of the things and some of the stories that you're going to hear about that are going to be energizing. But as Alicia said, you can ask questions and it's comfortable and everybody wants to help everybody. I really like that. And I really like what you point out about having time on your side. I think it's a little bit overwhelming right now to be coming of age, to be an adult, and to be figuring out things in an economy that's just very volatile. (laughs) That's how it feels to me that so much is changing. But I think it's helpful to know that because you're young, the with help steps that you take now can help pay off in the long run instead of good patterns. Alicia, I know that you're in a similar age range to me. I think maybe similar in career, if I'm remembering correctly, early career. And so I just would love to know for you, when you attended the conference, what were some of the workshops that you found the most helpful or the things you felt like applied the most to where you were at in life? Yeah. So obviously the budgeting one, because even though I'm in the finance field, I'm not perfect with it. Even I'll say that probably Susan and you also attest to it that none of us are perfect when it comes to finances. So that was a great motivation. And also just hearing from the keynote speakers, I think, and the panelists to really motivate me, hear those different perspectives was really helpful of, okay, there's somebody else in the same boat as me, even though I don't have to be exactly the same as any single one of them, or I don't have to fit into one mold because oftentimes we're like, oh, this person over here, they're perfect when it comes to finances. It was great hearing that even those people that we think are perfect, quote unquote, with finances, they're not. They've had struggles and been able to learn from it. So I loved hearing the panel, the panel speakers. And then also the investing ones as well, because that gets me pretty motivated. The concept of compound interest, like what Susan was talking about, of having time on your side, because compound interest is something that I want to have as my friend instead of my foe when it comes to that interest, just building upon interest or your money making money for you without even having to do anything. And so being able to learn more about the investing basics and where to get started. Those were a couple of my favorites from the conference. I think I went to a few budgeting workshops, if I'm remembering right. And what I found so helpful was I had always thought of like, okay, like track your expenses and look at your paycheck and pick categories, which is really simple, but is hard in practice, I think. And what I appreciated about the budget in workshops is I felt like I came away with different mindsets about my budget. One of the ones I went to talked about a revolving savings account, like thinking about how much like 
Christmas time is and thinking about if you're someone that has hobbies that are more expensive at certain times of year and like breaking that down, which I thought was very helpful. And another one I went to talked about how some areas of your budget are like soft. They're not like, they're not hard. And so then that a budget that works for you is when you can rearrange when something important comes up, that it's a budget where you can move things from one category to another category, which I thought made having a budget feel much more freeing rather than something that I felt like all these boxes that I was never going to be quite fitting into. And so I think it was really helpful just to realize that there are so many different perspectives, which has been one of my favorite parts of the conferences. Yeah, I think that you make a great point there. I mean, it is, it's a word that you hear budget and even as we work with finance people, it's like cold sweat and blood pressure goes up, but we really want to put you, enable you to plan for those hobbies. I mean, I know as I work with clients and continue, even with my own kids, even myself, we have the fun budget. If you don't budget fun into your budget, then it gets a little monotonous, but you've got to have some little rewards along the way. So we talk about that. Another thing that we talk about that we started doing a couple of years ago is we look at money, but there's a behavioral component behind money. And so we brought some people in to speak about that psychological impact and what drives us, what drives some of our money behavior. We talk about compulsive, impulsive spending, but there's a positive side to that as well. So it gives us an opportunity to think about the why. Why am I, if I go out and blow a hundred bucks on a pair of shoes or something, why? What was behind that driver? It really gives us some time to really look inside ourselves. Something we've talked about is asking questions and just how these are difficult topics to talk about. And that's not a secret to anyone. And I do think that, especially in Utah, which is really what I can speak to because that's where I've lived my whole life, is there issues with like women's time and talents and contributions being undervalued and women being, I think, conditioned that they should do things for passion, that they should do things for the betterment of their community, which are really valuable things, except the fact that we live in a world where money is a necessity. And so when women, when the world is presented like that to women, it can be hard for them to succeed and can be hard for them feeling comfortable talking about money. And so Susan and Alicia, I'm wondering if you have like recommendations of things people can do to calm some of that money anxiety so that they can really be present in these conversations. Because I know that sometimes you come to things like this with money anxiety and it, it makes it hard to learn and take away what you want want to take away? I think a couple things. I think that as you come to this conference, as you participate, whether you're coming physically or attending virtually, know that if you're having a little bit of anxiety about some of the challenges that you're having, there are a whole lot of other people that are attending this conference that are in the same boat. And one of the beautiful things is, you know, I know that we're talking about our young 20s in this conversation here, but there's going to be others that have been, that have walked in your shoes and that, you, that they will be able to say, you know what? I remember when I didn't know how I was going to make my rent payment or my house payment, but this is how I moved around it. They're going to help you embrace that challenge so that you can meet it. They're going to give you ideas. It's a very non-judgmental. This is a group of women, okay, that met a few men come. But this is a group of women that we really want to help every one of us out. We're all in different places in our financial journey. And I think if we embrace that, we're going to take a lot more away from that. I think I just want to go back to keeping your goals and your why in mind as well. Because as you keep those in mind of why you're coming to this, why you do different things that you do with money, 
then it can help to ease those anxieties or fears because it's okay. I want to become debt free so that I can have the freedom to do X, Y, Z. That's really important and meaningful to you. And the same goes with really any goal with finances. I want to learn how to negotiate my salary and keep my worth in mind or my worth and value, I should say, in mind coming into this as well as after walking away from this conference so that I can better be prepared to do X, Y, Z, whatever is important to you in life. And then it will help you to be more willing and open to having these conversations. And also, maybe that means that you say no sometimes when people ask you to do things just because you're so nice or out of the kindness of your heart. Maybe that means, hey, I'd be happy to help you out with doing this, but I'd love to have a little bit of compensation for it because I know that my time and skills are valuable as well. And so just keeping that in mind, especially in the society that and culture that we live in here in Utah, that is a little bit unique compared to other places in the country. I really like what you both said. And I've just been thinking, like, especially as you were saying, Alicia, knowing your value and understanding how that looks financially is very empowering and it's essential. And it doesn't just apply to financial goals. It really applies to all the areas of our lives. And I just think that the nature of this conference is, and I liked what you said, Susan, about the fact that there are people from so many different life experiences whose questions and expertise you're going to hear. The nature of this conference is even if people have one area they feel confident in, they're coming because they have other questions, which makes it a really safe space. There are sometimes conferences you go to where there are people that are maybe overly confident and experts, and this isn't that conference. It's really designed to be a place for people who want to grow, who want to have questions and want to feel more confident financially and be more financially literate and financially well. There's a couple of things that I would just like to say before we wrap things up. First of all, don't make financial decisions that are emotionally based or based on your emotions because oftentimes that's not when you're going to make your best decisions, especially when it comes to investing or even at the grocery store. So taking some time to think things through. And I think that coming to this conference is a great space to be thinking these different concepts through and thinking your budgeting through, thinking your habits through so that you aren't making as many decisions emotionally based, especially Actually, there's a lot of people in this generation that you and I are a part of, Maddie, that especially when it comes to the stock market and investing, that it's like, oh, I saw that this right here is trending. I'm going to dump all the money that I have into that. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. And then people end up in a worse off spot than they could have been. Also, just understanding the terms of your debt if you have any or just the financial basics and that's what i love that you can take away from this conference is just a better understanding of financial basics there's so many people that i've interacted with that don't even know the basic terms of their debt such as how much they're paying in interest and really they're paying an arm and a leg in interest or to pay a debt off when it comes like over the long run. So just know that at least. It's so important to start where you are. This is something that I think that we've all been touching on throughout this conversation is starting where you are and that this conference is great for that. I think you've hit some great points there, Alicia. I think that there's something for everybody. And I love that you 
said, start where you are. It's not a competition. This is a journey. And we all, we're all in different places. We all have different backgrounds. We all have different experiences. And that's the beauty of the speakers that we've brought in for this is they're going to be able to tailor their remarks to this particular audience. And they're going to have the experience behind them to be able to answer the questions, whether it's college, budgeting, investing, starting a business, negotiating that salary. We've really tried to fit a lot of the needs that we know that our women are struggling with, and especially our young, our younger women, our young generation, because we know that you're going to be leading us in the future. So we're thrilled to have you all come. I am just so grateful for your thoughts. I really liked what you were saying. I think that starting where you are is a really important thing to remember. And I think right now, in I feel like people keep saying like in this economy, like as a joke, but seriously, in this economy, like this is a stressful time. And I think having these resources can help you feel empowered with the things that are out of your control. I want to acknowledge anytime we're talking about money and marginalized groups, and specifically in this conversation, women, there are many systemic things that aren't your fault. There are systemic things you're facing that you cannot magically change, and that will unfortunately be a barrier or a burden for a long time. However, there are people that have done research and there are people that have tools to help you be in more control and to help you control what you can. And that is empowering to control what you can because it gives you the tools to hopefully make a positive difference further down the line for other women and people that will come behind you. I love that you said the word empowered. That's a word that's come to my mind as I've been thinking about the title of this conference even, of women in the money instead of women being on the sidelines and observing everybody else taking care of money or just letting things take their course. But I love that one of the main objectives of this conference is to walk away empowered with greater knowledge and tools and skills and resources to go forward and make those decisions in your life, feeling empowered and a part of things. One more thing, Maddie, we talk about women being marginalized or that we haven't had the opportunities. This year, for the first time, we're actually adding some translation services to this conference. We've noticed over the last couple of years that we have more of a minority audience, if you will, signing up for this. And so we're going to have translation services available so that, let's say, our Latino community they can get they can hear this being translated in their language so that they can grasp onto what's being said and hopefully take away more on this so we're really trying to break down some barriers here that's so cool because yeah i think about the issues that i face and i think about the way that i face them as a white woman who is middle class who has like the family resources and i recognize that the challenges i face are not as great as they start to when you compound the other issues on top of them and one thing that's really cool in making this accessible is you guys have provided me a coupon code so that anyone who is listening and would like to come can attend at no cost and the code is madeline it's m a t i l y n 22 and i'll put it in the show notes so it's easy to find but that's good for Thursday night. That's good for Friday. It's good for both. If you can't attend in person, sign up so that you can get the workshops virtually. And I'm planning on coming on Thursday night. And I'm super excited to know that is more geared at younger women and negotiating salaries, things like that. I just know I need a lot more confidence in to reach the goals that I want to in my life. 
Thank you so much for being here. This has been so much fun. I'm really grateful for both of your time. Yeah, it's been really fun being here and being able to just talk about this, the great resource that's available for everyone. Thank you so much for hosting us. And we really look forward to seeing you all come. Awesome. Thank you both so much. Have a great day. So one more time, the code to get free registration for the conference is Madeline, M-A-T-I-L-Y-N 22. So you can just go online, use that code to get free registration. And if you want to attend virtually, you don't even need the code. It will be free. So whether or not you can attend, make sure you sign up so that you'll have access to those courses for a year after. I'm really looking forward to attending and I'm really hoping you'll take advantage of this opportunity. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much to our guests for their time. Remember, you can find this podcast on Instagram at not a backup plan. You can find me on Twitter at Madeline K. Please follow along and please share the podcast with your friends and family. You can send in questions for the Ask Me Anything to my email, which is Madeline, M-A-T-I-L-Y-N-K-A-Y at gmail.com. Or you can send them to me via Instagram or Twitter. I'm really excited to hear from you for this special episode. Send them in to me by the end of August if you want to participate. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, which would be very helpful for building a community. And in the meantime, I just hope you remember that this is your life. It's not a plan B.